welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. Today, we're going to be talking about a few religious rituals and religious beliefs that happen during funeral services. Make sure you share it and pass it on to other friends if you think that they might be interested in it as well. And we're going to talk a little bit about some religious beliefs and religious rituals that take place at a funeral. Let's first start with Buddhists. Now, this is not going to be at all completely in-depth. This is just going to talk a little bit about it, and you can actually find out more information about this. And if you're looking at going into the funeral industry, this would be a pretty good book for you to get to. I'm not selling it. It's just that one that is there. This book talks about the types of funeral services and ceremonies. And in this book, it's this one is copyrighted in 1994. And you can purchase it from the National Association of Colleges of Mortuary Science. And it actually goes through and it talks about all kinds of different religious ceremonies and beliefs. There's the Orthodox Jewish uh, rituals. There's even the military rituals that you can uh, learn about in here. So that way, if you have a loved one that might be eligible for veteran benefits and that type of thing to have Uh, the folding of a flag and playing of taps and those kinds of things. You can find out about it in this book, and it's a great book to have. But we're just going to, we're going to skim the top, uh, the the top of the surface of these different things. And we're going to first talk about Buddhist rites uh, that they have at services. And most of these are things that we do here in the in Oregon, and we've done them up in the Portland area. We've done them down here on the coast. They can vary from place to place just a little bit, but just know that this is something that would, if you were to walk into a Buddhist service, what you would see. One of the first things that you would see is going to be a mat. And it's this particular mat is red and yellow, it's a beautiful big mat. It, it actually is placed in front of a table and then people will come and kneel on a mat and they'll say their prayers. And, and I'll talk a little bit about what they're praying to and what they're doing. But this is one that we use here and we've and here on the coast. And I've seen it used up in the Portland metro area in Portland as well. And we lay it down on the, on the ground We have the individual on the other side of the mat, as well as a table. And on the table, and a lot of times you'll see two different tables, but on the table, you will find in front of the person, generally a large picture of that individual in his, that's, uh, that's passed away. And you'll see that large picture there. Next to the picture, you might find a plate and on that plate will have fruit or rice or some type of a food offering. And that food that's going to be on that plate is 
for that individual and it's an offering and if you're going to do a two or a three day like a multiple day viewing at the end of each day that food is taken away and there'll be new fruit or vegetables or rice or that type of thing placed on that table also on that table you're going to find some incense and this particular incense is one that is very popular and is used in Asian services. And I'm not going to say the name of it other than it says Joss stick at the bottom. And each one of these incense is kind of a yellow color with red. And it has a very particular odor to it. And so when once you've smelled this incense being burning, uh, you will never forget it. It's nice and it actually, it, it permeates through the chapel and, and honestly, it, it might even stay for two or three or four days uh, in the chapel. We, we had a service here recently where we burned incense that was here and I, and it was, it was kind of a wonderful thing. I'd open the back door to come into work and I could smell it just coming through the back door and that was after the weekend. And so the incense will be a lot of times placed onto something where it will have a plate at the bottom of some sort to catch the ashes as the, as the ashes burn down the incense. Sometimes, and up in the Portland area, we would have a large bowl and we could place the incense, it would be lit and then it would be placed into the rice bowl and was held in the rice bowl so that you could have multiple incense burning in that rice bowl. Uh, that way, multiple people, as they come in, they would kneel on the mat and then they would light the incense and place it there for the individual. The other thing that you'll find on that table would be some sort of a candle holder. And most of the time, they had red candles on the candle. And so you'd have a brass or you would have a glass candle holder and a red candle placed on it. And most of the time there was two, one on either side of the picture and they could light both of those candles. Those candles were on that table with the photo of that individual. Sometimes you'll also find offerings. Maybe uh, a family would bring in new robes for a monk, for a Buddhist monk. And they would place that under the table as well as part of an offering for the individual that's passed away and then it would go to that temple who's conducting the services. The other table that you would find in there will have a picture or a figurine of Buddha on the table and then the exact same thing on that table will be there which will have again a candle holder with the red candle. It will have a bowl for food offering, and there'll also be some sort of incense holder to place incense in and light those, those incense. And that's kind of what you'll find uh, at a Buddhist service. You might arrive at the same time that they might have some monks in there saying prayers, as well as, as, well as uh, have a little drum, a little knocker, and you'll, and you'll never forget it. You'll hear a <coughs> as they're doing the knocking while they're also uh, saying prayers. And they'll have it either 
in, 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 in a sing-song manner, and it's beautiful once you've heard it, or you'll hear it just with the prayers being chanted. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing to witness. It's a beautiful thing to participate in. Uh, you may also find uh, during a service, you might also find a rope that's in the casket that's being that comes out of the casket and is laying on, it comes out and it lays across the, the, the laps of the monks. And you might see that as well. Not going to get into all of the religious beliefs, and that's the things that you can look up as well. But don't be surprised if you see that, as well as there may be a number. There might be two or three or four or five monks that are there. And depending on the individual, depending on the kind of the status of the individual, as well as uh, maybe that person may have been a member of their temple for years. And so you're going to have multiple monks that will be there. Some of them you might even find are brothers or the father or a son sitting in as well with the monks helping to, to do the service. Um, so don't be surprised if you see that as well. Again, I'm going to make a make comment. If you have questions or comments, please make sure you note those down below. We'll try to get back and answer some of those questions. But... That is kind of these, just a very brief delving into a Buddhist service. One other thing I might to mention too is depending on the age of the person that has passed away, sometimes you'll see them with a deep red wearing that. The older that they are, the more red that they will be wearing, the deeper red. And it gets lighter and lighter until you can have almost kind of a pink color. And we had some uh, some younger uh, people pass away, and so they had lighter, more pink-like items instead of a dark red mat and dark red candles. They were lighter, and that was something that I was informed as well, which is a which is an interesting aspect. You also might find people wearing, you know, a ribbon around their arm. It'll be a white ribbon that's tied white and black depending you know, on, the, on, the, on the sex of the individual and the relationship to them, so that that way each different ribbon around the arm represents a different uh, relationship status to the person that's passed away. It might be a son or a daughter, it might be a grandchild, that type of thing. That will also let you know, well, who's there and who's the relative and who and what degree of relationship they have. So those are some things to look into. Very interesting. And let me stop for a second and tell you, it is an absolute honor to be able to serve these families, to be able to be welcomed, to be a, an observer and sometimes a participant in these really special sacred rituals. And it's a special honor to be uh, given to be trusted enough to be able to be involved in these types of services. And I'll tell you, that's one of the reasons to get into this industry. And I'm not trying to sell you to get into the industry, I'm just telling you one of the reasons I'm in it, because this being able to do this for a family is extremely uh, sacred and it's a great honor. If you have a different in, uh, religion that you'd like us to cover, please comment and, and do that as well. 
Well, we have reached that time in our podcast where we take a time and we take a moment and we remember all the families that are experiencing a loss and we light a virtual candle in their memory. Let's take a moment. If you have any questions, send us an email at info at com. Forward it to your friends as well. This has been The Last Track. I'm Brian Norris. You can find out more about Bateman Funeral Home at our website at batemanpacificview.com. You can visit us on our website, and you can also leave us messages there, or you can visit us on Facebook. If you have any feedback or any questions about today's episode, you're welcome to call us at 541 541- 265-2751, or you can send us an email at info at com. We would love to hear from you. Please send us to your friends, and thank you for listening.